Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 906. Alvaron raised an eyebrow at this. As easy as that, he sounded slightly disappointed. I was expecting a bit of a struggle from you. I shook my head, glad for the easy opportunity to introduce a topic of my own. I've been worrying at a question for some years now, and I expect I will worry it some few years more. So what you say makes perfect sense to me. Really? He said hungrily. What is it? I considered telling him the truth about my search for the Chandrian and the death of my troop, but there was no real chance of that. That secret still sat in my heart, heavy as a great smooth stone. It was too personal a thing to tell someone as clever as the mayor. What's more, it would reveal my edema of blood, something I had not made public knowledge in the mayor's court. The mayor knew that I wasn't nobility, but he didn't know my blood was quite so low as that. It must be a heavy question for you to take so long in weighing it, Alvaron joked as I hesitated. Come, I insist. In fact, I will offer you a trade, a question for a question. Mayhap we will help each other to an answer. I could hardly hope for better encouragement than that. I thought for a moment, choosing my words carefully. Where are the emir? The bloody-handed emir, Alvaron mused softly to himself. He glanced sideways at me. I assume you are not asking where their bodies are bestowed. No, your grace, I said somberly. His face turned thoughtful. Interesting. I drew a relieved breath. I had half expected him to give a flip response to tell me the emir were centuries dead. Instead, he said, I studied the emir a great deal when I was younger. I studied the emir a great deal when I was younger, you know. Truly, your grace, I said, surprised by my own good luck. He looked at me, a ghost of a smile touching his lips. Not that surprising. I wanted to be one of the emir when I was a boy. He looked ever so slightly embarrassed. Not all the stories are dark, you know. They did important things. They made hard choices that no one else was willing to. That sort of thing frightens people, but I believe they were a, fo- they were a great force for good. I've always thought so too, I admitted. Out of curiosity, which was your favorite story? Atreon, Alvaron said a little wistfully. I haven't thought of that in years. I could probably recite the eight oaths of Atreon from memory. He shook his head and glanced in my direction. And you? Atreon is a bit bloody for me, I admitted. Alvaron looked amused. They weren't called the bloody-handed emir for nothing, he said. The tattoos of the Kiridae were hardly decorative. True, I admitted. Still, I prefer Sir Savian. That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. Have we heard of Atreon before? I don't think so. We've definitely heard of Sir Savian because we've heard of the song The Lay of Sir Savian. Yes, but it wasn't... Atreon sounds a lot like one of the Vex mines locked deep within the Vault of Glass where it performs dread experiments with the timeline. I'm going to assume that's from the video game that you keep trying to get me to play. <laughs> it is from Destiny. There's a reference here that I don't get. Atreon sounds is very close to Atreus, who is one of the uh, the tragic heroes of Greek mythology, and that the curse of the house of Atreus is like a recurring theme in many many Greek myths. All his descendants come to horrible ends. Uh, Oedipus is one of the descendants of Atreus, and so are Menelaus and Agamemnon. Also, the son of Kratos is named Atreus. The name Atreon is meant to kind of evoke that tragic, doomed 
bloody, horrible uh, kind of fate. So there's something that's like absolutely killing me on this page. And I don't know if it shows up the same in either of your books, but in my book, they line up uh, the line, Atreon is a bit bloody for me, I admit it. And then the line directly beneath it, Alvaron looked amused. Atreon and Alvaron sit one above the other. And they're real similar. <laughs> what do you think that means? I don't know, but I like like the obviously the O N, the E, uh, and the A line up, and then the T and the L are very reminiscent of each other because they're both tall letters, and then the R and the V are um when you write an R in cursive, it looks like a V. I know that's a deep cut. I know that's a deep cut, but like these letters are similar. <laughs> Were I inclined to extremely close reading, I might say that this was a little bit of a, uh, not a hint, but a whiff perhaps of uh, drawing a comparison between Alvaron and Atreon, whose story is quite a bit bloody, too bloody even for Quoth. Because their names do sound alike. And it is, as I understand it, Jeremy, like a practice in novel writing to keep character names apart, lest they become confused with one another. And you're right, Jordana, that Atreon and Alvaron are very similar in terms of how they're shaped. Are they stacked in your books? Like they're stacked in my They're not stacked perfectly. The word Atreon is uh, indented slightly because of the um, yes. the yeah. quotation mark. On my book, they're not even on the same page. Whoa. The, the line Alvaron looked amused happens on the top of the next page. Uh, maybe it's just because I watched 12 Monkeys last night, but uh, I feel like this could be the beginning of something. In 12 Monkeys, the, uh, one of the major moments where the movie pivots on is uh, Bruce Willis realizing that he may have given the idea to mad Brad Pitt to destroy humankind with a virus. I wonder here if this sequence is, quote, giving the mayor the idea to restart his investigation into the Amir. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, like, it is interesting the different attitudes that the characters seem to have, and I think there's a tension on the page between how these two feel about the Amir and how much Kvothe is recognizing how the mayor feels about the Amir. Because I feel like they have different attitudes towards them, you know? Well, the mayor sees them as like a romantic, aspirational uh, uh, characters, right? He was into them as a boy. This, And we learn on coming pages, this was like his nerd phase. He was really into the Amir. He studied the Amir because he was like a fanboy. Mm. He doesn't think of them as romantic anymore because that's what he makes fun of for Quoth for thinking on the very next page. Like that's how he thought of them as a child. But now the thing that he admires about them is their ruthless pragmatism. Mm. Something that a different character in a previous chapter impressed on Quoth as a sometimes necessary idea, right? That's what old Grand kind of in a roundabout way was telling him uh, about you know, the, the necessary evils that people sometimes do. And here the mayor is thinking they did important things. They made hard choices that no one else was willing to, which frankly is a pretty fashy thing to say. That is the kind of justification that really bad people love to give for doing the bad things they do. Like I'm making a difficult choice that other people don't have the strength to make. And I am willing to become, you know, I'm willing to more like morally compromise myself for the greater good is a thing that, many, many bad guys in many, many movies and novels have all said and done. 
you know. Yeah, and it sure feels to me like this book is building up to both adapting that mindset and then ultimately too late realizing that it is, in fact, too fashy. Yeah, and this might be a signpost that Quoth ignores, right? Like, if the mayor speaks of these people this way and this admi- like in this admiring fashion, and we already know that the mayor is kind of like is a dangerous autocrat who can't really be trusted to do the right thing, and he's done other things that Quoth finds disturbing, like cutting off people's thumbs. Maybe Quoth should think twice about thinking. You know, if the if the mayor thinks that's a good way to be, maybe it's not. You know, is an idea that we might rotate in our minds reasonable nick it's possible that you've incepted me with your mind virus because now i'm thinking like did we ever learn at any point that the mayor had an interest in the emir before this and that this might be a place quote could learn about them i don't think that we did but the line like when quote says i said you know truly your grace i said surprised by my own good luck is he surprised because he had no idea that the mayor had an interest in the emir or is he surprised because he did kind of know that and just didn't think the mayor would bring it up? I think the first one. I do too, but now I've been incepted. Yeah, I, I really can't remember because in all the like writings about the book online, it's taken as read that the mayor is an Amir fan. So I can't remember if that was already known or if uh, if that comes out of this sequence. I don't think it was already known because I don't remember it at all. Okay, that's good enough for me. If Jordana's steel trap of a mind can't remember this detail, then uh, that's as good as settled. <laughs> Last thing is that we are reminded that Quoth has not revealed yet his edema of blood to the mayor. Something that will become important very soon. I don't remember it being an important plot point in the previous section of the book that took place at court. Except, I, I guess that when he has dinner next to Mellow and Lackless... She doesn't know that he's around. She says some racist stuff about the row that he has to bite his tongue about. Yes, which is, again, setting up for the scene that's coming. But I think it's important. And, like, the work that this is doing is to gently remind us that, like, while everyone knows Quoth is lowborn, no one knows yet that he's raw. And that's important for reasons that will become apparent very soon. Well, I'm glad that we had that reminder because I had plum forgotten. Yeah, well, that's that's the work. Oh, that's the work an author does, keeping Jeremy's steel trap of a mind tuned and oiled. <laughs> full-time job. Gets awful rusty in there. And listeners, we'll continue our full-time job of filling your ears with piffle on tomorrow's episode of Page. <laughs> the Win. Piffle, 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 piffle.